This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Cole and Matt Harmon here with you, and you're listening to Reception Perception, the show. All right, Matt, uh, summer... Well, it's officially upon us, man, but it just feels like summer is almost over. Well, at least it might be for us because golly, yeah. the NFL season is fast approaching, man. Yeah, I was talking to our podcast producer, Nick, uh, before we started recording. Yeah, shout out to Nick. Great job. Yeah. Great job on the show. Shout yeah, out to everybody absolutely. at Odyssey. Does a great job with us on the show. Um, but basically, like rookies, are, I think, are reporting to a few camps tomorrow, the 18th. Crazy. You're li- you're listening to this, you know, on the 18th, so today. But for us right now in real time, tomorrow, I think a few rookies start reporting. And, yeah, dude, it feels like summer was here and then it was gone, you know. And, and it'll still be <laughs> summer, but, it like, will. our summer vacation really is basically over uh, right. once camps get, get ramping up. And, you know, we're going to have – we actually have a decent bit of news to talk about today, but, like – you know, come come a couple weeks from now, buddy. It's gonna be news, news, news. Uh, training camp beat writer propaganda. You know, uh, cell phone video season yes. is gonna be Love coming it. out left and right, fast and furious. So, uh, you know, we're gonna try to keep you grounded here in reality yeah. with the sure. with the wide receiver stuff, but but uh, it's gonna be tough. Um, all right, so you mentioned it right off the top, man. Some some news to talk about, and obviously the big news of uh, Monday, anyways, was the fact that new DeAndre Hopkins, Nuke Hopkins, uh, signed with Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> and this is what I tweeted out. Nuke in Tennessee, Matt Harmon, is like these Marvel spinoffs, okay? No one wants them. No, We don't want this. To, oh, it's like, oh, you love the Hulk? Guess what? You're going to get his cousin as a lawyer. It's like, no one wants this, but we're going to watch it. You know, it's like, oh, you love Captain America. We're going to get you two of his spinoff characters and have them in some, you know, blase, blase show. But you know what? We we don't want that, but we're going to watch it. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what Nuke is in Tennessee. No one wants this at all. But here we are. I tell you what, we're still going to watch it, though. We're still going to see what happens with DeAndre Hopkins in Tennessee. Um, look, if you if you missed our new Hopkins, you know, profile breakdown from earlier this summer, uh, the question remains, and a lot of folks are asking this, Matt, what does Nuke have left in the tank? Yeah, uh, for one, speak for yourself when it comes to we're going to watch it with uh, some of the Marvel <laughs> stuff. Uh, I have definitely right, been right, a little right. out of the shock, have been a little out of the loop with uh, some of the recent Marvel p- projects, uh, you know. Uh, You're not missing anything, pal. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could really go in depth on what is actually would be great to know what is and what is not worth me watching because I did do a rewatch of like the Infinity Saga recently. Like, wa- watched okay. every movie except <laughs> Ant Man too. I I didn't didn't do that. Um, but yeah, I would love to know. But that's a topic for a different time. It's not what anybody tuned in for. Um, the, on DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, you know, for one, I think that one of the things that I'm most kind of I wouldn't say scared of, but one of the things I'm the least confident in using reception perception for is like trying to predict aging cliffs. Right. Um, We'll actually have a really interesting person to talk about it with this regard um, on the next podcast this week. So definitely, you know, make sure you tune in for that. uh, Cause I think that'll, it will be kind of playing this out in real time with the player we're going to talk about on, on the next week, the next podcast this week, but with Hopkins, you know, cause I get a lot of this, you know, in, in my Twitter mentions and stuff, you know, people saying like, Oh, Hopkins, you know, is, is done or he's about to, he's going to be toast this year. And people will, you know, point out, well, he had a 72.2% success rate versus man coverage last year. That's still in reception perception. You know, that's still really good, which is true. Mm-hmm. He did have that last year. And that is still a really good number um you know the the thing is just like is that the is that the beginning of a drop because it is 72.2 percent and 70.2 percent from 2021 is lower than the 77 and 76.5 percent that he did in 2019 and 2020 his last year with the Texans and his first year with the Arizona Cardinals so it's like I think reception perception shows that the last two years Hopkins has still been very good. I think he's always been underrated as a separator and underrated as a route technician because he's so good in contested situations and he gets thrown into contested situations a lot because his right. quarterbacks really implicitly trust him there and I, I don't blame him. I think he's always been underrated in that regard, but I do think we've seen a little bit of a decline. You know, his zone success rates are, are trending down as well. His press coverage success rates are a little lower than we saw at his peak in 2019. But I think if the Titans get the version of the of DeAndre Hopkins, who I think has game, I don't know about you, I think he's got game that should age pretty well. Yeah, I think if they get the version that the Cardinals have gotten the last two years, because the one narrative I would push back on is that he showed like steep decline the last couple years, or he showed mm-hmm. really diminishing ability to separate. I disagree with that. But again, it's just tough to know. A player at his age, at this point in his career, are we going to see him stretch these list, these years out the next few years, or are we going to see a potential big drop? I'm not sure about that, but I think my big take is that if the Tennessee Titans here get DeAndre Hopkins on, what was it, a two-year, $26 million deal? We don't have all the details right. yet, but, you know, if that they get the player that Hopkins has been the last two years on that contract, I well, number one, totally understand the move, and number two, I think it would be a huge win for a Tennessee Titans offense that, I mean – that receiver depth chart was as barren <laughs> as it got prior to this. You know, oh, obviously man. we'll talk about Burks so here in a bad. second, but yeah. I think this is a move they needed to make. And I kind of think it's been in the works for a while. So I get it from a Titans perspective here. Uh, 96 targets, 64 receptions, 717 yards, and uh, three touchdowns over nine games for DeAndre Hopkins injuries. Uh, and suspensions cutting his season short all right so you say it makes sense for Tennessee I I absolutely disagree um, to be 100% honest with you I, I just to me it doesn't make any sense whatsoever this is a move that you make Matt Harmon if you feel like you're close right if, I mean look you're doing it they're doing this move to be competitive right mm-hmm. but 
what I'm saying though, is like, look at your roster right now. It's bad. The <laughs> offense you're, you're built around an aging uh, running back who has had, I mean, about a billion carries over his career, right? This is tough. This is tough. The offensive line, I think, is going to be really shaky as well. Yeah. And again, outside of New Copkins, Traylon Burks is, again, uh, a developing player, I think you could say at best. Okay. They've got an aging quarterback that, even in his best years, was not a game breaking type of quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. And then again, what, what I don't know what they've got with Will Levis and, and Malik Willis and all that. So, so to me, this is a team that absolutely should be trying to rebuild right now. If anything, they should be shipping. They should be shopping Derrick Henry, seeing what you can get back. But no, they bring in a new Copkins. This is almost ensuring the fact that you will be in, in the mediocre hell, hellscape of the NFL, where you're not really contending and you're not really tanking it either to get a high draft pick back. And, and again, you could say whatever you want about these quarterbacks that they drafted over the last two years. This is a special draft class that they've got coming up in this upcoming season uh, in the NFL draft. So I would I would anticipate you want to position yourself to be in in one of those two spots. I, I don't know. For me, I don't understand the move for Tennessee. You're locking this guy up for potentially two years now, and again, you're you're hitching your wagon to a running back in Derrick Henry, who's phenomenal. He showed absolutely, you know, maybe showed slight decline last year. But again, we're talking about a dude that's got a bajillion carries. He's 29 years old. None of that looks good. None of that looks good to me, Matt Harmon. And again, I'm surprised that they made this move to go get Nuke. To, to be what? To be competitive? To, to, to make sure that they are nine and, you know, nine and seven next year? Like, what are we talking about here? Nine and eight next year? Like, I don't know, man. Like, to me, this is a move to, to basically move yourself to the middle. You go from horrible to middle of the pack. And to me, I think that's an area you just don't want to be in the NFL ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage with over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I, I do kind of understand what you're saying from the middle of pack perspective, and, and you don't really want to get kind of stuck in that range. But at the same time, I think we on the outside don't give enough credit to how miserable it is when you're at the bottom, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and how pretty. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I mean, if you're a guy like Mike Vrabel, who has instilled what I think is a really good culture in Tennessee, and I think Mike Vrabel is clearly, they just fired the old GM and brought in a new GM. The one constant there is that this thing sort of revolves around Mike Vrabel, right? Like the one big power struggle, I think, or, or disagreement between Mike Vrabel and John Robinson was, 
I think Robinson wanted to reset, did want to reset the roster a little bit and, you know, did that by trading the best player on the team, or at least one of the two best players on the team in AJ Brown. And, you know, Mike Vrabel was basically like letting everybody know he disagreed with that move. And, you know, a few yeah. months later they fired the GM. So I think it's pretty clear that Vrabel's like, even with Rand Carthon, the new GM there, he's kind of in the driver's seat of this thing. They've installed a really good culture there in Tennessee. That's always about competing. It's about playing hard and being physical. So I, I the thing I would push back on your notion that, I think we would have said a lot of the same things about like the Seattle Seahawks last year. The roster looks bad. Uh, you know, that, that, that they're not a very good team and they, they had a veteran quarterback in Geno Smith, who certainly was less proven than Ryan Tannehill. They had kind of a young guy that we didn't, we were hoping we didn't see. And I think, I think, you know, no disrespect to Malik Willis, but I think he kind of fits into that drew lock mold right now as we kind of, yeah. I mean, we know we probably don't want to be seeing Malik Willis in this, in this whole situation. I think that you look at the Titans defense. I think they're one of the most underrated defenses in the NFL. I think they've had issues at cornerback staying healthy. Uh, You know, maybe that's a concern again this year, but they have a pretty good defensive line with Jeffrey Simmons in the middle. The Shane Bowen, I think is one of the more underrated defensive uh, coordinators in the NFL. I love the way they kind of play aggressive. They mix up coverages on the back end. And, you know, yeah, I think the one concern is definitely the offensive line. And in kind of conjunction with that, is the run game going to be as dominant as usual? Look, I think if Derrick Henry runs for 1,800 yards this year, I won't be surprised because he's just been that good and been that metronomic as a runner. And I think he is built different than – literally is built different than other NFL running backs. Not just from like a he's built different perspective. He quite literally is built (laughs) different than any other NFL running back. Yeah, right. If he runs for 1,800 yards this year, I'm 0% surprised. But I think based on the history of the position, if he is out by November, he's injured or he's ineffective, I think you can't be surprised either. The one key in this here to me is the fact that put aside whatever you think about Will Levis as a prospect, I think that they're looking at this guy as, hey, he's um, a second-round pick who would be on a cost-controlled contract if he hits. And I think you could talk yourself into – Will Levis fell for potential personality reasons. You know, people thought he might not be great, like kind of hard to get along with. And, you know, he certainly had some up and down collegiate film. But I think if you, if Ryan Tannehill gets hurt this year, you want to look at yourself like your Tennessee, like, hey, if we're going to throw Will Levis out there, we, because number one, I don't think this team's going to be bad enough to get a top two pick in the draft, you know? And I think that's pretty shaky to bet on generally. If we're going to have to throw Will Levis out there, we're now throwing him into an environment where he's got DeAndre Hopkins to throw to, where he's got a veteran like, okay, this guy, I can throw to him in man coverage even when he's not all the way open yet, and he's going to win it. Like, I think you don't want this to be – when you have young quarterbacks, you don't want it to be a net negative experience when they get on the field. And I think this move is kind of about, number one, staying competitive, but also you're going to have a guy now the next – hopefully next two years with DeAndre Hopkins to sort of grow and learn. And look, Hopkins has been a little bit of like – a man maker at the quarterback position, right? With, with oh, yeah. Watson and then Kyler Murray. And I think the Titans are hoping they can catch some of that here with Will Levis. I think that's a big part of it. I just, and from Nuke's perspective, like, what are we doing out here, bro? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I just yeah. don't get it. You know, like, hey, listen, I mean, I, I get that, you know, the, this deal could reach up to, I think, $15 million is what they were reporting per year, right? With the incentives mm-hmm. and all that stuff built in. And, you know, the Chiefs probably couldn't get there. I mean, I don't even know if the Chiefs yeah, get no double chance. digits, right? Okay, so fine. The Bills can't get to double digits, you know, whatever it might be. But I, get, I just go back to you get the playoff, you know, bonuses, you get, you know, 
endorsement deals that are not going to be available available to you on a bad team. I don't get the move for DeAndre Hopkins. Plus, aren't you you got to be tired of playing like for these kind of teams, man? Like, how are you not sick of this? How are you not sick of this, man? Like, I don't get it. Anyway, well, okay. again, yeah. I think I think that the Titans and Hopkins probably views them like the other option. I think that was going to pay him because here's the deal. I think that Hopkins looks at it. You know, he said this on Twitter recently that he thinks he could play another 10 years. Okay, he's probably wrong, right? He's yeah. probably not. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, no, no, let me say that again. He's definitely not playing another like 10 <laughs> years or whatever he said. But yeah. I I do kind of, again, I think his game could age well because it's so much based on technique and timing and also, you know, just being dominant at the catch point. That's like, he's probably not going to be peak version DeAndre Hopkins or anything close to it in three years, but I think he could still be a relevant NFL player in three years. Um, again, sort of maybe even like an Anquan Bolden type, like Bolden played mm-hmm. forever and he was not right. even close to the same player he was at his peak, but he was still a very, very useful player. I think Hopkins looks at himself in that mold. Like, Hey, if I hit the market again in two years after making my money right now, cause you're right. He was not gonna make money with the chiefs. I don't even really think the bills were, if they were ever involved in this, I think they got right. uninvolved pretty quickly, especially because yep. my theory is that some of the like recruitment of Hopkins, you know, there might be a reason why Stefan Diggs is, is like, what do we need DeAndre Hopkins for? We have me. I'm one of the best players in the NFL. Like, yeah, whatever. There's other things to figure out beyond like, let, let's, let me share a target tree with the guy in DeAndre Hopkins who's going to command a bunch of targets. So I don't think they were really ever in it, but I think Hopkins in his mind, whether this is true or not, is saying I can make my money now because you know what helps losing is, it, it, you know, if this team's even going to lose, is getting paid, right? Uh, you know, and the other option that was probably giving him serious money was the New England Patriots. I think the Titans are closer to the Patriots. I think they're in a much easier division than the Patriots. They could be playing in playoff games, probably more likely than the Patriots are playing in playoff games, considering they got to go to war with the Bills, the Jets, and the, and the Dolphins. And then, okay, I do this this year or two years in Tennessee, my last time to really cash in on my name and the player I've been. And okay, I'll go play for the Chiefs in two years, basically, is how I think that Hopkins <laughs> looks at it. That maybe doesn't play out that way, but I think that's probably yeah. how he's thinking about it. Or, or even, I wonder, we got to get the contract details. I wonder if he can get out of there after one year and then test the market again. I don't know. That, that would be interesting to see. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 